Welcome to Here's the Catch, the best sports podcast in America, hosted by two guys named Isaac and Cameron that also has a red logo. And is, un- and is also in the sports category. I think that's a necessary... Uh, yeah, necessary qualifier. But the qualifiers, sure. you can you can make anything true with enough qualifiers. I mean, I, Today, I've got a trophy right here, actually, for our official victory in that uh, specific front. Mm-hmm. Red logo podcast today uh, qualifies as April 5th, 2018. What do we have to talk about, Cameron? Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, the official Here's the Catch baseball player and his uh, his Hall of Fame his Hall of Fame lock, and we will be breaking down the entire NHL season as well as telling you exactly who's going to win the Stanley Cup because we're huge hockey guys. Uh, and then we've got, hockey guy. And then we've got a little bit of football, a little bit of basketball, and we've got some fun segments for y'all. I'm not going to say that we, we called Shoney Otani, but we kind of did. We kind of spoke that one into existence. We're, we are... Easily we're one the, for one, I think. That's our that's the first you know real prediction. Plus, oh no, we went we went three for three on our basketball predictions last week. Oh, and so last week's podcast was a was a four for four. I mean, we also yeah we we got the entire tournament right throughout the entire tournament, which is obviously just from the final four on. So right. I, yeah. I still what can't tournament? believe Duke and UVA got snubbed, snubbed out of that snubbed. thing. All right, let's get into it. Let's let's sing. Here's the catch, here's the catch, R.I.P. Here's the catch, we still have a better idea than the NFL does, we are constantly making football. What up, Shay, Serrano, here is the catch. Hey yo, check us out. Alright, we never self-plug on this show, so that's good that we kept that up. Um, let's get right into... Uh, Otani's MVP and really Hall of Fame uh, case. Well, actually, first, one question for Isaac. Isaac, how do you spell Otani's first name? Oh, uh, so the way it is, there's this, athletes like to do this thing where they just, they put a hashtag and then they put SH and it's like, shh, they put their, their finger over their mouth and it's like a silence the haters thing. So that that is what he's going for. It's like a shh, and after that, it doesn't matter. He oh, just calls himself shh. So yeah, Otani actually just exclusively silences haters and really does nothing else? Yeah, but that's that's going to be his nickname in a few years, if not in a few days. Lock that in. All right, so... Can, you, can I get confirmation on, on how it is spelled for... I mean, obviously I know, but we might have a less informed to listeners. Uh, S-H-O-H-E-I. Shohei Otani. Shohei. I thought there was an N, dude. I thought it was like Shoney. I, I actually thought that yeah, too. Sorry, I, I didn't think that, so I knew the whole time. Show. Well, uh, Otani got, got the first week of his MLB career off to an absolutely banging start. He has home runs in back-to-back games. He had a hit in his first ever game. And he's 1-0 with six strikeouts, and he retired 13 out of the last 15 hitters he faced. So, I mean, I, I, I actually do want to give him the MVP right now, but is it, is it too early? It's not too early. I think, I think we can do it. ESPN was already tweeting out there, like, uh, 
Shohei Otani did this. Even Babe Ruth took like 14 games to do this, and Shohei did it in four. So, ooh, uh, it's beyond MVP. We're on historic trajectory. Otani had uh, had back-to-back games with home runs. Uh, it, it took him only three career games. It took Mike Trout 21. And people think Mike Dang. Trout. People think he's Mike Trout is one of the people, best ever. People say so, he's a good hitter. So Otani yeah. is like seven times better, at least, than than Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. And we're the best podcast with the red logo. These are all facts that we're spitting. These right are now. all facts. All right, that's pretty much all I've got for baseball. Outside, yeah, we're of, not going to we're not going to overreact here. Yeah. The, outside like, of, I mean, yeah, we're not going to overreact at all. One week, it's too soon to tell on anything beyond Otani being Shit, an MVP. Otani. The goat. All right, we've wrapped up baseball. Let's get into hockey. Playoffs are about to start. First question for you, Cameron. Who do you see locking up those last wild card spots in both conferences? Uh, well, as far as the East, I kind of see the Devils and the Flyers sticking with it. I know that that's you know chalked as far as the actual points are, are concerned, but the Blue Jackets have been on fire recently. They've won eight out of eight, eight out of their last ten and picked up points in nine. Nine out of the last ten, and the Penguins can't possibly lose it because, uh, just because they're the fucking Penguins and everyone fucking hates them. So of course they're gonna win. Uh, in Classic. in the Western Conference, it really just comes down to the Avalanche and the Blues. They play each other Saturday night, and uh, in essentially a win and get in type of game. And I'm I'm gonna give it to the Avalanche. They've got uh, a guy named McKinnon who's really a, a under-the-radar flyer for the MVP candidate, put up lots and lots of points this year. So uh, I think that he'll just kind of carry him. The Blues have also lost four in a row, so so they're reeling right now. And the other seven spots are pretty much locked up. I, I also think it doesn't matter because either one of those teams is going to get absolutely rolled by the Predators, who are the best team in hockey, I think. And it's – I don't – well. I think the Jets are good, too, but I think the Predators are really not even that close. All right, solid analysis. I have some things to contribute. The Titans are copying the Predators' jerseys, so that means the Predators must be, Preds must be doing something right. You mentioned McKinnon. If you're looking for a sleeper in your fantasy football league, pick up his cousin, Jarek. Jarek McKinnon could could put some points up. Oh, Jarek is a sleeper. Don't fact check sure. me on, on the cousin thing. Uh Here's a question. Who do you think, between me and you, Cameron, has watched more hockey this year? Uh, probably me. Probably you, yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to say not you, probably. Well, okay. Uh, I'm not going to lie to our listeners. I haven't watched a single non-highlight from hockey this year. <laughs> but I will preface this discussion by saying, first of all, this this makes me a more objective and better better qualified person to project the playoffs than Cameron because I'm not emotionally attached to any teams and I, all I have is the computers not not my own eyes to tell me anything okay, second fair. hockey hockey is cool so if if you're a, a casual sports fan not hockey fan looking to create a sort of sense of adventure in your life you should check out the NHL playoffs just like toss five bucks on a game or pick like the caps and root for them hard but I'm I, exciting if you can figure out a way to like get invested in a team. And over a seven game series you'll you'll learn all the players you need to know and all the all the things you need to do. It's easy to get caught up in it. It's exciting. And the intensity is like off the charts in hockey. It's I do think that the where. hockey playoffs are the best playoffs in sports as far as just yeah, an elevation. One, of like the you game. can feel the crowd like through your T V. 
and just like goals could happen at any moment. That doesn't happen in most sports. Real, real wild stuff. There's not enough goals. That's why it's not as good as basketball as a sport. But again, that's that's another discussion. Uh, For another day. Uh, right. You mentioned the Predators as the best team in hockey. And they're obviously in the West. Who do you think is the best team in the Eastern Conference? Uh, I'm going to go the Lightning. I know that they are. They're currently tied with the Bruins uh, for the top spot in the East. The Bruins have a game in hand, so they, you know, are, are more likely to snag, the, snag that that top spot. But I think the Lightning. Uh, Stamkos is out right now, but when he's firing, he's going. I also think that uh, the Lightning have they have Nikita Kucherov who is my MVP for the year. No relation. No relation. So <laughs> I have no relation. I don't, um, I don't, I don't know. Because McKinnon, dude. Because McKinnon's got hella relations, but not Kucherov. Nah, Kucherov is just, is just chilling. But he's also chilling as the MVP and uh, the top. Oh, is he actually the MVP? I think so. I, I actually think he's the MVP. And for me, it's in between him and McDavid, and Mc, I would take McDavid, except how good your team does actually matters, and McDavid's team is just nowhere near as good. And so I think I'm not that, a, yeah, that the team success matters. He's on the Oilers. The Oilers are not a playoff team, so you can't tell me that, well, it's not out of the question because he is having the better year, but I, I'll take Kucherov with the second-best team in hockey over McDavid with a non-playoff team. I buy that, and you think uh, Kucherov gives him a huge edge in the playoffs, too, just having like that one player who can score a goal when a goal needs to be scored? Yep. All right, Cameron, I did some research. Do you want me to tell you about it? I do, actually. The present, the team that wins the President's Trophy doesn't win the Stanley Cup very often. Well, Evans. that's a flawed system because the Caps have won a bunch of those President's and Trophies. And they can't win. They actually have a zero percent chance of winning. So, I want some some well, less biased data. Okay, I I got I got trends for you. It's one in the last five years, two in the last ten years. The deal is, the reason those numbers are so perfect, such a perfect ratio is, it's every five seasons dating back fifteen NHL seasons that the Presidents Cup Trophy wins. So it's you know they win, then they lose four years. They win, they lose four years. This is the year for the Presidents Trophy team to win the. Stanley Cup mathematically. So that is a good look for the Predators if you're if you're following the five-year cycle logic. If you're following another type of logic that I like to call me checking goals for and goals against for the teams. That, that is a sneaky logic. That's pretty yeah, good name sneaky logic too. here. Have you gotten um, that shit patented? <laughs> not yet, but patent pending. LeBron will probably attack you like he's doing to Alabama football right now. Is he? Yeah, he, we'll talk he, about this. Yeah, he has a he has like a trademark claim against Alabama football because he has a he has a show about being in a barbershop called the Shop, and uh, Alabama football also has a segment of a show about being in a barbershop called Shop Talk. So he's suing. Well, he he hasn't actually sued yet. He's like he's he sent a strongly strongly worded email I think to Nick Saban saying. And himself, or probably, probably he. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure his lawyer did it. Yeah, but so there was, there was a strongly worded email sent. Interesting. Good to know. Um, where was I? 
hockey. Yeah. That's where I was. Oh, ooh, 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 this is good. Um, in the last 10 years, every single team who's won the Stanley Cup has been in either the top two for goals scored, top two for goals against, or top two for SRS, which is like a measure of goals scored versus goals against that's adjusted for strength of schedule. Okay. So that's every year for 10 years, which is pretty significant. That leaves five teams this year who are in the top two for any of those metrics. They're the Jets, Lightning, Kings, Leaves, Maple Leaves, and Bruins. Five teams that could win it all by that math. The last three years, which is two Penguins and the... Who who won three years ago? The Blackhawks? Lightning? <laughs> Whoever won three years ago. Four three years in a row. The team that puts the most shots on goal during the regular season has won the Stanley Cup. Which is big. And this year it's the Penguins again. I'm pretty sure. I have to confirm that. Uh, it, it was the Blackhawks in 2015. Yeah, so they they led the league in shots on goal that year. And do you know who it was this year? Or are you, are you just saying shit? Um, no, I'm keeping this right now. As you can tell, we are super prepared for this segment because we watch a lot of super hockey. Prepared. Lightning, lightning are leading the league. Yeah. Lightning, man. I, I told you lightning were going to come out of the East. All right. Let's stop talking about hockey because we don't know shit anyway. Uh, check back in once the actual We're playoffs good, are announced for some for some matchup by matchup breakdowns of exactly who's going to yeah, win. Yeah, watch, watch a game. I'm serious. Bet five dollars on a game and you'll have a great time. Uh, all right. right. Let's talk some football. The Pats trade a first and a sixth for Cooks and a fourth. Thoughts? Like, weird trade. I guess they just don't like to do the whole contract year thing with their receivers and end up having to pay them afterwards. But the way this breaks down is the, because of the trade they made for Cooks last year, which was a first and a fourth, is that they effectively just moved down in the draft from a third-round pick to a sixth-round pick for one year of Brandon Cooks, which is a good deal, but it's just, like, a weird deal. I don't know at this point why you wouldn't keep him for a late first-round pick unless – Slight buzz around the league is OBJ. They could be going after Odell. They could be going after Odell. That was just, that's just a scary concept for me. Having Tom Brady, Odell Beckham, and Gronk, assuming he returns, all in the same field at the same time, that just seems fun. Yeah, agreed. I think, I mean, this just should not even be a discussion for the Giants. They, they have a generational talent in Odell Beckham, and they're upset for – what? Because he's like, what did he do? Cocaine once in the off season, let it go. Yeah, he's fine. One he's little, one fine. little cocaine in the off season, dude. Um, I just I, think the numbers he's put up in his first three seasons, like with the corpse of Eli Manning throwing to him, and not a single other offensive threat on the field, are absurd. So, to just let that walk away for a pick who's not going to be nearly as good as Odell is. Really, really done. stupid. I mean, I hope they do it because then the Redskins don't have to play Odell twice a year, but we'll see. I think it would be one of the dumber moves like in the last several years if the Giants let Odell walk. It's almost like letting a franchise quarterback walk, and I can't remember who would possibly do that. So, uh, Unless they were upgraded significantly. Yeah, upgraded to Alex Smith. All right, let's move on to the NBA. Kyrie Irving. Star point guard for the Boston Celtics, officially announced to be out for the season, including the playoffs. Could 
quick reacts. What does this do for their chances? Do they even have a chance? And how excited are you for next year? Uh, they didn't have a chance because the switch, the switch had been flipped. LeBron was going to win the East again. Boy, and the Raptors were better than them anyways. But, like, it hurts. It sucks to see Kyrie, especially because this, like, was supposed to be his year where he broke away from LeBron and started out as a phenomenal team leader. So, tough to see a, see a guy go down with an injury like that. If any team can make it work, it's the Celtics because Brad Stevens is a genius. But, obviously, the Celtics are a significantly less scared playoff team without a go-to score because now they don't have a go-to score. And, and they might have that first-round matchup with the Wizards, so I'm personally pretty, pretty oh, excited yeah, yeah. about the, that. The tank for the seventh seed is looking ideal right now because this is basically a matchup of the Eastern Conference Finals last year, except you know the Celtics have gotten better and we've probably gotten worse somehow. Yeah. Well, Regardless, that went to seven games, and like John Wall won't be as tired this time. He's, he's nice and fresh. And, and they won't have that one point guard that just fucking shits on us for seven games, so... Yeah, except, except that Terry Rozier has been balling out, but I'm I'm still less worried about Rozier as far as a playoff yeah. kind of guy. No, I'm I'm really loving the tank for the seven seed at this point. No, it's 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 definitely the move. We also that also even if we do lose in the first round, which like I think we still probably will, uh, gets us a slightly better draft pick. So it's just it's just not bad in in any way, shape, or form. All right, let's get into some segments. First segment, we've got the simulator. There was some buzz at, shortly after the NCAA tournament of would LeBron, if you just put LeBron on a 16 seed, would they win the NCAA tournament? And Isaac, I, I think that's a definitive yes. I think he is pretty easily goes for 50, 20, and 20 in any college game. Um, but the question... Agreed. Yeah, it won't. The question that, we'll that, that kind of spurned that was how far down the list of NBA players do you have to go to find a player that would not win the NCAA tournament if you put them on a 16 seed? So to so, do that, we are looking at uh, the Washington Post had our 1 through 100 rankings of NBA players before, the two, uh, before this season. And Isaac, start at number 11 because we think the top 10 guys can do it. Start at number eleven. I'm gonna stop you, and I think that this player could no longer win the NCAA tournament with just if you put him on a 16 seed. Okay, the eleventh player in this set of rankings is Draymond Green. You think he carries a 16 seed? Yeah, that's an interesting it, one. Like it's weird. It, it's weird because he's not he's not he's not an ISO player like so many of these, so many of these guys are. Uh, so. He he's tough, but I think he's 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 more the exception than the rule as far as the guys that are right before and right after. And I think so. he has just no trouble swallowing up any college player defensively. Oh, probably sure. like two at a time. He can probably guard the other team's two best players. Yep. And then just make everyone else on the floor around him better. Number twelve, Chris Paul. I think that's another yes. Yeah. I think a point guard like is going to have way less trouble than any other position because they can just take over the game. Uh, so sure. thirteen, John Wall. Yeah, he can do it. Clay can do it at Clay 14. Thompson. Yeah, I think so. Paul George, I'd say yes. Two-way impact. DeMarcus Cousins, dominant big man for sure. Dominant. Gordon Hayward would need would need his ankle to do it, but a healthy Gordon Hayward? I think he, he nearly did. So, like he basically did it in college with Butler, so. I think Count that, Ru- that one. I think that Rudy Gobert does it too, although I'm uh, I'm I'm less sure. I'm less sure at this point. There's a little run of big men right here and I don't feel comfortable with the big men. Because it's 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 such a guards, 
tournament. Yeah, um, I think a seven a seven footer like Rudy Gobert just has such physical advantage. I mean, so did like Aiton and uh, like Bamba this year, who were like did, obviously didn't go very far in the tournament. But yeah, but they don't have they, they're not five as years polished, of NBA experience. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, Gasol does. Kyle Lowry, yes. Paul Millsap, does, yeah. yeah. Blake, Kyrie for sure. Kyrie easily. He's at twenty seven. Oh, Damian Lillard, easy. Damian Lillard was at 24 going into the season, so slept on. You I think, think Isaiah Thomas could? This is an interesting one. He was ranked super high before the season. That's tough. That's tough. I, I mean, I think, I, honestly, I think, uh, actually, yeah, I still do. I, I still do. As, like, as kind of questionable as he is now with the NBA, like he's, I think he'd dribble his way around any other player. And keep in mind that all these are long twos for three-pointers for him, too, so. I think he does it. Yeah, I think he'd have no trouble scoring, but I think he actually like is such a bad defender that like even at college level he's gonna be a non factor. So like yeah, he'll probably score thirty or forty. Does that do enough? Like what if they just triple team him? I mean Can a sixteen seed still win games playing two on four or whatever, two on five. Yeah, I I, I think But I also so. just I, I also just think he's beyond washed at this point. So he's not like the worst there. Players closer to the fringe on that. Uh, DeRozan? Yeah, I think DeRozan, yeah. DeRozan does it easily. He'd also be much higher at this point. Where, I, where I'm going to draw the line, honestly, I'm going to draw the line at Eric Bledsoe at 39. <laughs> that uh, seems a little arbitrary, but well, I mean, well, in this list, Kemba is 38 and Bledsoe is 39. And I think Kemba, we're going to have to be huge Kemba believers in March. Like, Kemba already did it, and that was like, Eight years ago, so he can easily do it again. I mean, yeah, people do sleep on how bad 16 seeds are compared to the rest of the tournament. Like, these are really bad teams, so even if you have an absolute stud, your other four starters are at a significant disadvantage. For sure. I'm still putting in at 39 Eric Bledsoe. That's where I'm at. Not that any of these guys are a lock, but I think it immediately puts them into the top three teams in the tournament. And at that point, anyone can win unless you play Villanova. Yeah, I think I think Eric Bledsoe might even be able to do it just because anyone who touches the ball that much, I think, will have a shot at completely controlling the tempo of the game. For me, it's like the it's the big men who don't have as much as an all-around impact where I start to worry. I'm trying to think. Like Chris Tapps could probably do it. Chris Saps could do it for sure. Yeah. Jokic, Jokic, he can do it. Jokic could do it. I, I, anyone who can shoot, I think, can do it because it's just, it's such a easier three-pointer for them. Yeah, they're just taking the long twos. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, good, uh, good talk, I'd say. Yeah. Eric Bledsoe is the first worst player in the, in the NBA in my, in my, in my book. Sorry, Eric Bledsoe. Remember he tweeted earlier in the year, I don't want to be here about the uh, Suns? I, well, people, he, people think that he was talking about the Suns, but he was really talking about the NBA. He wants to go back to college he, and prove us wrong. Damn. I and mean, he's still got eligibility. Give, give him a chance. Well, give him a chance. Give him a chance. All right, new segment now. It's called Pour One Out. Uh, pretty self-explanatory. Pour One Out for Sergio Garcia, the... Incoming, he he won the Masters last year, and this year shot a 13 on one hole in the first round of the Masters. He put it into a lake four shots in a row, 
and shot a 13. That's plus eight. He finished plus nine on the day, but that took him all the way up to plus 10 at the time that it happened. Hate to see it. Scared of Tiger. Pour one out for Sergio Garcia. All right. He in peace. Pour one out for anyone doubting the obvious. I've got a couple examples to back this up, but what you're looking at is don't doubt phenomenal athletes. Exhibit A is Bryce Harper. We had a heckler uh, yell that Harper was overrated right before he took a pitch, which he then smashed for a home run. So RIP to that heckler. RIP to the Braves, who on an institutional level tried to get at Bryce Harper by playing the Darth Vader theme song as he walked up. Result was another home run. So pour one out for the Braves. Pour one out for... Oh, oh. Uh, LeBron is another example. Don't doubt LeBron. He was going to win the East. Now Kyrie's knee is shot. The Raptors have been like looking not so good. LeBron's averaging 87 points and 13 assists a game. So, pour one out for LeBron haters. And finally, pour one out for anyone who darted RG3. My man's is back. You do not sleep on that kind of talent. Pour one out for the doubters. People forget that RG3 he is, is worth approximately a return in a big way. People forget that he that he is worth approximately ten first round picks. So you you just can't buy that kind of talent at number two. Can't sleep on talent. All no. right, pour one out for any pitcher facing the Yankees because they are just hitting tanks at an unbelievable level. John uh, Carlo already has at least three home runs. Judge hit, Judge has hit has been hitting home runs, uh, but them too and Didi Gregorius, who's some guy nobody really saw. Uh, having a huge impact. All three of them hit home runs yesterday, and they won 7-2. to So, yeah, if you want a job that no one is going to envy just pitch against the Yankees, pour one out. I'd pitch against the Yankees. I can take them, but that's that's whatever. And f- our final pour one out of the week is to Dickie V as an avatar for the college basketball season. Um, it's over, which is sad. We can We can reminisce on the good times, the bad, but... 2018 uh, college basketball is in the books. We got. Oh, I meant to talk to you about this. UVA beat UMBC at cybersecurity, the cybersecurity tournament. This happened like a couple weeks ago. So it's over. We can stop talking about this whole. UMBC was the defending national champ, and UVA came in and upset them in a big revenge game. At the cybersecurity and, uh, tournament? Yeah. So let's. Yeah, the cybersecurity tournament. So let's. Let's not be sportist here, Cameron. So UVA is now back on even footing with one UMBC. One. one and one against UMBC. One and one. <laughs> one and one. We do not. We are not sportists. Damn. Uh, right. Fair enough. There's already the the top twenty-five ready for next season. They they put that out immediately after the championship. Duke. Was do you know one. who it is, Cameron? Duke was one. No, Duke. Duke was two behind UVA. Uh, it was it was UVA, Loyola, Chicago, the Who's, Buck Duke, and Villanova. Those are the top five. Okay, okay, I I'll accept that top five. Yeah, I that's, mean that's how it went down. UVA went from unranked to getting beat by a 16 seed. So if we can do that next year, it's a pretty <laughs> successful season. <laughs> right, 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 right. Good talk. All right, we're gonna now move on to trending, which is one of our favorite segments. Isaac, trending. Start us up. Trending up this week is LinkedIn. Ask me why, Cameron. Why is LinkedIn trending up, Isaac? Because LinkedIn is the only social media site where you cannot post 
racial slurs. Definitively will not be posting any racial slurs on there. We found out last week you can't get away with that kind of stuff on Twitter because DiVincenzo's old tweets were unearthed after the Final Four. He was a he was a bad tweeting fourteen year old. He should have been on LinkedIn since since he been day on LinkedIn. one. He would have known. Anyone who's smart was on there early. All right, my first trending up is Dr. James Andrews because RG three's back in the league. So, so, <laughs> so surgery he's will be, be required on, soon. He's got to be on somebody's official medical staff. Uh, and yeah. in this case, it's the Ravens. So, Dr. James Andrews trending straight up. I'd watch that telephone if I were you. Yep, good. Uh, trending up diversity. It was it was a dangerous week in diversity because Marquette King, the only African American punter in the NFL, was cut by the Raiders today. He got re-signed by the Broncos three years. So we now have some some color in our league hunters. And we have some stability there with, with uh, the old three-year contract. How much that's guaranteed? Yeah, yeah, he'll be there for a while. I don't know. Probably <laughs> probably like probably half a chicken nugget. Yeah. All right. That, that's big time. Um, trending up also is small talk for a couple reasons. Uh, number one, summer is, is here. So you're allowed to say, damn, it's hot outside. All, like, all the time. That's, that is an easy go-to, any conversation you want. Additionally, it, we're getting closer to like pollen season. And so you had to be like, oh, the pollen out there is horrible today. Like My allergies really acting up. I do up. like to say that. Man, my allergies are acting up. Man, the allergies. So small talk is really up because you just got a whole new earth of material just flowing right in with summer. Yeah. You, you, ever, you need an excuse to talk to that cute girl next to you in class? You say... What's up? You got a Benadryl? There's fucking eight <laughs> gallons of snot pouring out of my nose, and my eyes are drying up. And then, um, like, bang! All of a sudden, everyone's at like half chub, and we are all rocking out. So, yeah, it's great. Um, ooh, what are we at? Trending down, trending down. We're getting negative. The superior part of of trending. <laughs> <laughs> Trending down is honor. I've been I've been watching this honor, courage, all that stuff for a while. This has been since like King Arthur. I would say honor's been going downhill. Oh shit! It peaked last week when the Celtics played zone defense in the NBA. Zone defense is back in in a bad way in the NBA. That is cowardly. I don't like it. I mean, frankly, it's it's brilliant to employ this because if you do it for I mean, you can't do it for the whole game, but if you do it for three possessions, you might throw it off an NBA offense. And it's just funny to think that, like, Ty Lue and LeBron James have to spend two hours teaching the baby Cavaliers how to beat a zone now just because the Celtics threw it out for a couple seconds during a meaningless spring game. I mean, that is just the genius of Brad Stevens still, right there. Just cowardly, cowardly, cowardly. Stuff. All right, trending Enough. down, David Barrett. I'll bet you didn't know that name anyway, but... He sings One Shining Moment, and there is now like 360 days until you will hear One Shining Moment again. So he did you peaked. watch One Shining Moment? I actually did. They, they had Grayson's shot it, in I there. Knew, I knew, well, you watched it. Was Isaiah Wilkins crying on it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, wait. Yeah, I just knew he was going to be on He that had the towel over his it. face. He had the towel over his face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a bunch yeah, of retrievers on there, a bunch of dogs. <laughs> but, <laughs> But so, David Barrett... Any Wildcats? We're just trending down. Plenty of Wildcats as well. David Barrett yeah. trending down because he, like, he, he had his one day and he can now wait 360 days 
he didn't even get a day for me. He's he's taking a full two two years off. It's a leap year for David. <laughs> for, for David. <laughs> All right, Isaac, over to you. Okay, trending down. Also for me is going to be the mean. Baseball started, and I don't want to hear shit about how like this pace is unsustainable and regression to the mean is inevitable, and Shohei Otani is not going to hit two thousand home runs in his rookie season. People are people are trying to bring the mean up, but I will not allow will not allow it. The mean, well, it's not going anywhere because it's the mean, but in in my head, it's trending down. Yeah, just so we we are we are an anti mean podcast. Yeah, I don't want just like let me let me have my pace. You know, like the team that's on pace for own one hundred sixty two or one hundred sixty two oh, yeah. now. Yeah, don't, don't tell me what I can't do. Don't put me in a box like that. Holy fucking shit! All right, I'm on my pace. Uh, last trending down is the Twitter security system. After Dante DiVincenzo was exposed for being a homophobic racist on Twitter when he was 14 years old, uh, the villain of Wildcats tweeted out that his Twitter had been hacked when he was 14, 14. and he didn't do anything about that for like six years. But it, it's obviously true because teams don't lie. He, he was hacked. Um, so honestly, sorry. Someone conspired. They knew. They were like, in five years, DiVincenzo is going to make a name for himself. This so, little scrawny ginger 14-year-old. So really, so, like, sorry. Sorry to Dante for, for jumping to conclusions on him and trending down into the Twitter, Twitter security system. They, they, need to stop, they need to start preventing those hacks. You just cannot let people get hacked because you never know when they're going to tweet the N-word. Sorry, when someone's going to tweet the N-word for them. From their account, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I spend a lot of my time on, on other people's Twitter accounts, so... Yeah, just tweeting racist and... Yeah. Slurs. I, same, same. Big hacker. You know what DiVincenzo's password was? Uh, password? It, it was... Password, yeah, it was, it was password. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. All right, so moving on to this or that for the week, we've got... The Golf Whisper, Jim Nance's patented Tiger Woods is now approaching the fairway to hit his second shot. Because if you talk louder than that, Tiger will be able to hear you, Jim Nance, and, and then he won't win the up. Masters, which which he does every year, right? Yeah, so honestly, good thing Jim Nance whispers. And uh it, it is so it is the golf whisper versus the bang call um in the NBA. By, Mike Breen, the owner of the bank call. By Mike Breen, who has patented the fuck out of that. And so the debate is, which of those two calls, or manners of calling games, would be better at hosting a dinner party? Isaac, start hey. us up. Uh, what you're looking at is the classic quiet versus loud debate. And for my dinner party, I'm going loud. I'm going to have a a rager type of dinner party. Everyone's going to be yelling around as, as the bang call hosts, they're just going to, they can't say anything else. I'm assuming other than bang. So I guess they just serve food, but when they put it down, they're like, bang! <laughs> and they get, 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 jump up behind someone. Bang! Uh, so that's, that's fun. And then um, imagine that the energy level of everyone else at the party is going to raise in response to that. So rise in response to that. So there's just, there's going to be loud music. Everyone's going to be, fucking pumping their fists. It's going to be a grand old time at, at the bank all dinner party. All right. Uh, I'm going to definitely go the golf whisper because while I do understand that five minutes of a, of a bank call dinner party might be a little bit hype, 
there's also just no communication, and I feel like just kind of the principle of a dinner party is to sit around and talk and mingle, and that nobody's banging and mingling. You 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 mingle. And then <laughs> nobody's banging and mingling. Maybe you like mingle first and then bang, but you definitely golf whisper just allows for everyone to be heard, everyone to have conversations. Uh, you can be outside, inside. You're definitely using your inside voice for that. So like you're you're being a good. Uh, okay, hold up though, because what you're forgetting is that the Benincall is a fucking phenomenal chef. So the whole small talk pleasantries about its allergy season and whatnot are completely unnecessary when the food is just just slaps, you know? Everyone, you can just eat, you go, oh, bang, and everyone's like, yeah, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> bang, you're right, this, this food bangs, <laughs> bang. Whereas the whisper, it's like you're eating and you don't want to, you don't want to be non-polite. So you're like, oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah, this is great. Thanks. Thanks so much for having us over. But nobody's having a good time. The bank hall does have the power of, like, James Harden behind it. He does constantly just chef on his way back. Yeah, it has- Wesley Johnson prefers the golf whispers for sure. It, 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 it also has the power of Chef Curry behind it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that, but I, I still think that, you know, the, just the chill Sunday at the Masters, everyone's drinking a lot of beers. Uh, you have those little snacks on the side. You, you're walking around a lot, getting some exercise in, and everyone's just whispering. All of a sudden, like, now you're feeling good. Yeah, the golf whisper party probably does have like nice cheese platters and, and prosciutto oh, you got, and all you got, that good you, stuff. You got you got hella prosciutto for sure. Yeah, the bang party does not have that. Just just steak only. <laughs> it's nothing but meat. <laughs> all right, so let us know who won that debate. The old Venmo, Venmo, your answer in. The old the old bang party versus golf whisper debate the age-old age-old yeah, classic socrates himself could not resolve it but i think we just did i think we just it did was it was the golf whisper so let's now get into the finale and i'm gonna start i registered for classes <laughs> this morning and i had to sign up for an 8 30 so fuck my life you had to sign up for an 8 30 had to sign up for one damn i guess you're dropping out all right uh I got school-related news. My Friday is back. I was going to have to work all day tomorrow on this policy memo, and it has been postponed. It's due next Wednesday now, so let's let's fucking procrastinate. Let's go. Fuck yeah. I got a house, so I'm not going to be homeless next year. Oh, good shit. I'm still homeless. The Sixers have won 12 straight basketball games. Not easy to do. Tiger is at plus one through one round. Also, not super easy to do. I saw a blind guy today who has climbed Mount Everest and kayaked the Grand Canyon, gave an inspirational speech, had a great seeing eye dog. That is not we easy to do either. We have a podcast. I, I almost caught myself thinking that it was the Caps year because it was so definitely not the Caps year that I almost convinced myself year. that it was. It's the Caps year. Uh, Jay Wright should leave. This is my take. Everyone says he should stay, but why not go try to turn around an NBA franchise you already you already did your thing at Villanova yeah I'm with you you also just get paid more I'm sure uh the Champions League was lit as shit Tuesday and Wednesday Ronaldo scored a banging goal Liverpool had a fucking banging performance against Man City uh Barcelona has like has gotten like five own goals for them in the Champions League so like the own goals are the second leading score on Barcelona in the Champions League this year so that's pretty cool 
That's pretty cool. I want to I want to highlight your phrasing there. You said Ronaldo scored a banging goal. Is that correct? Yeah. Not a, not a golf whispering goal. Not a golf whispering goal. He, he, it was a banger. It was a banger, not a golf whispering goal. All right. So file that away in the evidence channel. I got I got nothing else to add. What you got? All right. I got I got two things. I got uh, number one. In case you forgot that it's April, it's April, so you can change your calendar over because I, I the the. The, that March month just sits up there for way too long sometimes. Oh, and yeah. uh, lastly, I think freezer space is super underrated. Uh, I snagged a 72-pack of Eggo waffles like two weeks ago, and that shit's already gone. And really, we just need two 72-packs of Eggo waffles, but we don't have enough space in our freezer for them. So freezer space is super fucking underrated. So hey, at Cameron, Cameron at, you, won, you won that debate earlier about the golf whisperer. Did I? April Fools. <laughs> April Fools. Gosh, yeah, got you with April uh, Fools. April. It's April fifth. Uh, yeah, yeah. We didn't have a show on April first, so I'm doing it now. Got him. You're gonna remember this one only. All right. Uh, till next week, folks. We'll do NBA playoffs. It'll yeah. Till next week, and uh, just in case you were worried that I was gonna, I did not have enough technical difficulties this week. We 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 did. Trust we me, did. we did. We had a lot of them. Yeah. All right, see you guys. Peace out.